Canuck Central in the Kintec studio. Dan Richo, Satyar Shaw, Kintec Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider. Supported by over 1,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintec.net. We are brought to you by Grip Auto Entire, quality service you can trust, and 14 locations to serve you. Uh, this text comes in. The Canucks are making Sat bored. That's why he's reading this science stuff. I'd still read it. <laughs> but let's say there there have been, like I re-watch every Canucks game. Yeah. There have been Canucks games where only the highlights have sufficed to rewatch because <laughs> I mean, like for instance, the the Minnesota Wild no hitter. Yes, a couple of weeks ago on the on the Saturday, they did nothing. Yes. really. Um, so you didn't need to watch too much of that. You knew what would happen. Mm-hmm. So maybe I've had a little extra time. Yeah. to read up on some stuff here and there. Some of these games have been laughers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like there are games where like it's it's been so bad with how they played. Like there's nothing you can take away from it. Yeah, really, and it's. Those are tough because then it's like, what am I rewatching here? Right, there's no point of rewatching it. I can go watch beer league over at uh, at Eight Ranks or Scotia Barn, whatever they call it now. Yeah, don't need to watch the Canucks again for a second time. No, too much. Some of, it. of the games have been that bad. Uh, all right, let's get to the mailbag. Producer Josh Elliott Wolf, I'm here. I feel like I haven't been here for anything in a while. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Ben is just filling in for you, like, all the time. Getting uh, Scotty Pipped. Wally Pipped. Wally Pipped. Scotty Pipped. Scotty Pipped. Scotty Pipped. <laughs> I, I knew it was wrong when I said it. <laughs> I got Scotty And that's Pipped. why Ben is taking over. Yeah. Wally Pipped. Scott, well, I guess Scotty Pipped will be, like, yeah. being perennially underpaid. Yeah. Scotty Pipped. So, uh, that, that's actually not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I have a question for you guys before we get oh. to the listener questions. Mm. Uh, has the greater Vancouver area never seen freezing rain before? I don't think so. <laughs> That's I, how they react. We've definitely had it. At least when I was in Chilliwack, we had it. Uh, Chilliwack's not really the greater Vancouver area, no. is it? But I, I assumed at the time that it was all around the lower mainland. Yeah. I might be wrong. People it's, were like... Uh, it's not in the budget. Oh, okay. That's, freezing uh, rain doesn't make the budget. Dumb. No. No. Okay. Uh, What's, it's, I don't know. People were like throwing out videos and stuff. And it's like, the freezing rain... Is making it very icy. Well, yeah, it's, it's freezing rain. What's well, making <laughs> there's it worse. a layer of of ice on top of the snow now. Like, yes, that's that's how freezing rain works. It, it was treacherous though, stepping out of my building today. Yes, oh, I'm not saying it's not yeah. bad. I'm just like I was kind of floored that like people hadn't really seen well, freezing rain seen, before. We've seen freezing rain here. Okay, but it's just yeah. It's it, it just people seem shocked by it. It's <laughs> yes. like, well, that's kind of what happened. It's like hail. Yes. That's kind of what it is. Freezing it, rain. It's exactly as it's described. It's, <laughs> it's frozen it's rain. It's frozen rain. But it's honestly, I think tonight's going to be all right. It's supposed to be like four or five degrees, right? And we should and be okay. Get some rain. It'll be all right. Give me a lot of water on the roads that's the next right. couple of days. It'll wash us off. I'll make it home. You'll do it. You'll find. Hopefully. You'll Drive safe. Fine. You should be fine. I mean, I hope the bridges are open by midnight. I'll just take the tunnel. It'll be fine. Is it the Patulo Bridge, the oldest one? Stop saying Patulo. <laughs> Patello. Patello. <laughs> Why is it Patello? Where's the... It's not Patulo. So I had a friend in high school named Patulo, so... Well, this is not your friend in high school. It's this a bridge. This isn't I, I mean, but anymore. it's spelt the same way. So I'm going <laughs> to call it Patulo and when I see Patulo there. Patulo Potato. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start with the question. He's okay. a nice guy. Okay. Very good. <laughs> this, sure one, this one from we Patulo. We call him Danish because he looked Danish. Ah. Does he also shut down when it's freezing rain? <laughs> All right. Uh, Eddie Lack 
Who's the best player in the league, and why is it Elias Pettersson? It's still Connor McDavid. But yeah. uh, Eddie's point is interesting. Elias Pettersson's not far off. No, I mean, no, it's just, it's just you know, about, like, when, when Pedersen plays the way he plays, like, you're talking about one of the best players in the league, right? Yeah. But nobody's Connor McDavid. Like, nobody is. I, I don't care. Connor McDavid is lives in a class of his own. The only player you can put in his valuation is Kale McCarr because he can do similar things as a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I mean, those, those two are the unicorn players in the league. But you know what's also nearly a unicorn player? Our guy who's elite as a two-way force and can score 100 points. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, you know the players who did stuff like this? Sergei Fedorov. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. Pavel Datsuk. Even he didn't hit Isn't a Isn't it weird points. that Russians, like, are seen as bad defensive players? And <laughs> well, like, even Datsuk. You come up with uh, Fedorov and Datsuk as, like, two of the best defensive or two-way centermen of all time. Even Datsuk never got 100 points. Yep. Won three Selkies, though. Yeah. And Bergeron is arguably the best two-way center the game has ever seen. Like, Bergeron is that good. And scores even fewer points, generally, than Datsuk yeah. or Fedorov ever did. I mean, Bergeron's two-way ability is, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, he doesn't even need to score. That's how good he is defensively. Like, he doesn't need to score, and he'll still be, like, a full-value player. <laughs> it's insane. Like, nobody's as good as he is defensively. And, I mean, I'm not suggesting Patterson's going to be the same defensive yes. force as Patrice Bergeron's been. But it's so rare for a player like that to come along. It really is. I mean, even Datsuk never hit 100 points. Yeah. Um, can you guys talk about how awesome the Bruins are? They're good. Oh, they're pretty good. They're good. They're Maybe very because good. Patrice Bergeron doesn't age. It's like, no. a, it's like a fine wine. He just keeps getting better. Guys unretire and then are still good, like David Krejci. No, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Everything about the Bruins is just triggering. But you know what's true, though? You know, I, I I spent so many years chirping Taylor Hall, but the Bruins have finally, like, found the right role for Taylor Hall. Third-line wing, you know? And it mm. works perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Taylor Hall, third-line winger, and he's great there. He's, he's great. great. He works out in that spot. Uh, somebody says, weird you guys aren't talking about Crosby. I mean, we put Crosby in, like, the McDavid mold, right? Like, we're talking Crosby's about, Crosby's like, on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you know? like, the different <laughs> level. Like, we know, I don't, I don't uh, we're not talking about the gods of hockey. Yes. <laughs> we're talking about the mere mortals of hockey that are great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, William, can the Canucks go on a run after Christmas break? And are we going to see Boudreaux hold some of the veterans accountable as much as the younger players have been, especially among the D pairs like OEL and Myers? Short answer, no. No, that they can't go on a run? Or no to both? They're not going to hold those players accountable. Like, what are the odds Tyler Myers gets scratched tonight against the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, Less uh, than zero. Yeah, not happening. No happening. I know Ethan Bear's coming back into the lineup, but it's probably for Kyle Burrows or Riley Stillman. Yeah. You know? I, I hope it's Stillman coming out, but, um, I mean, if I had to guess, probably Burrows. Burrows fought, though, and had a decent game. He yeah. was fine. He was all right. That uh, that Myers play, it was ugly. Not great. I didn't like Besser just kind of cruising around him either. Besser? I mean, I know Besser scored. Tough game last night. <laughs> Yeah, that's being kind. A lot of mis like misplaced passes. Just like the puck went to die on Besser's stick last night. Outside looked, of the one goal he scored, looks looked disinterested. Yeah, for a lot of the game. I mean, a lot of Canucks players did at times, mm-hmm. but except for that one line with Elias Patterson on it. 
And Lane Peterson. Can't yes. forget about him. Did you hear how Yannick, like, had, <laughs> Yannick was having a tough time differentiating between Peterson and Peterson? Peterson, 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 Peterson. Yes. What I do find funny, too, though, is remember when Peterson first came came to Vancouver? And, and, and he wanted to be Peterson? He wanted to be Peterson? <laughs> and now he gets a Peterson on his line? And he makes Peterson amazing. Like, yeah. wow. And if you were like, no, we're not calling you Peterson. Your name is Peterson. Uh, all right. Uh, DG, do you think it's actually possible for the Canucks to properly, quote, retool while having re-signed Bo, Miller, Besser, Kuzmenko, and maybe even Luke Shen? In brackets, they say they're going with no. Mm. Uh, it always depends on the number. So the numbers we don't know in that grouping are Horvat, Kuzmenko, and Shen. Yes. Um the way it's trending combined, it's probably just shy of 15 million for those three players. That's tough. You know, no, I mean, you can't keep Besser, sign Miller. I mean, keep Besser, sign Bo, Kuzmenko, and even Shen. And then re- you can't. You can't do you those can't things. You can't do it all. I mean,. I guess there's a world, if you really want to talk yourself into it, that you're well, able to you move, move Myers, you move Tanner Pearson's contract, you move Garland, yeah, and together that's like 15 million. Buyout OEL. Yeah, you, I mean in theory. I mean, never say there are ways. It's just I, I just don't know how likely that. I mean, even uh, Tyler Myers, like even the most uh, optimistic trade scenario has him has Vancouver retaining at least a million or something somewhere for the cap hit to work. Most likely. Tyler, yeah, Tyler Meyer is still going to be tough to move. I mean, you can move him. We talked about this in the offseason. Yeah. But even then, I think there's some sort of retention coming in because most teams don't have $6 million of cap space. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the money is minimal. You're talking about a $1 million salary. And then he becomes a real asset for you. You can get a pick. You can get something else maybe back in return for it. But I don't think it's conceivable for you to move the entire $6 million. Yeah. So, it's, it, it, I mean, yeah, there are ways to do it. It's just... A you're, lot harder. You're taking a contract back or uh, retaining salary on Myers. Well, and then the other side, the other th- uh, thing too is, I mean, where are the assets coming from? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not moving anybody who has value, like, where are you getting the players you need to supplement it as well? Yeah. I mean, that's the other part of it. It's not just about trading to get cap space. It's about using your assets to get, you know, a young defenseman, get a couple of draft picks, get a young centerman potentially, a guy that can come in and be part of the equation for you. If you're just looking to clear the money in and of itself only, well, how are you replacing those players? Because you don't have extra picks, you don't have prospects, it means you're going out and sign more free agents. And is that really the best way for you to win and and build a winner? You still need assets back in return. You can't sign them all. You can't do it. Can't do it. Not effectively. Mike Singletary agrees. Can't do it. Pause. If Kuzmenko keeps this up, do you think he he could become part of the core I know there's talk of the core being Demko, Hughes, Pedersen, but if they don't go full tear it down, is Kuzmenko one of those pieces to build around long term? Sat's all over this. So, some of your tweets suggesting Pedersen and Kuzmenko, a duo for many years to come. Yeah, I think the organization um, likes Kuzmenko a lot, and I think everything they've seen has just kind of confirmed what they thought when they acquired him and brought him in. 
So I think if they have their way, they, they, they keep him. Now, it all depends on the type of season he has and what he starts demanding and what his desire is as well. But one thing I, ha I have heard is that Pedersen and Kuzmenko, while they have a burgeoning friendship brewing as well, they're, yeah. they're good buddies, they hang out a lot, and things are really working out well for both those players this season, of course. And you start looking at one thing we talked about heading into this season, where are the duos in this team? Like, what do we look at long term and say, hey, what's going to be a great fit? And we struggled last year to say, what's the best fit for Pedersen? We said, well, maybe put Coles in long term. Besser, that chemistry hasn't quite happened. We know Garland's not going to be somebody Pedersen's yeah. going to be a duo with. Like, who's that guy going to be? It was such a lack of options that Bruce Boudreaux moved him to Bo Horvat's wing for a time yeah. last year. And at times we've seen him and JT be great, but they want to yeah. use JT down in the middle. And then, you know, he's trying to spread things around. But so what's the long term duo you're looking at? Well, I think you found it now. Or at least you feel pretty good about maybe having found it with Kuzmenko and Pedersen. Kuzmenko's been uh, an incredible find. Yeah. Made a lot of solid defensive plays last night, mm -hmm. too. And he's stronger on the puck. Yeah. Like, I really like that aspect of his game. Uh, I, the burgeoning friendship. I mean, they, they had a... After Kuzmenko's hat trick, it was a, there was a nice warm embrace yes. uh, in the Canucks locker room between the two. You could tell. There's a friendship there. It's nice. It's good to see. Bill, if you were to pay a center eight to ten million, would you rather pay Bo Horvat or Dylan Larkin? So I have to make a choice. You have to make a choice, one or the other. You're paying between eight to ten million. Let's assume it's the same contract. Okay. So you have to pay them between eight and ten million. Let's yeah. say it's nine million, just Oof. as an example. Right in the middle. Oh hey. Um, I mean I, I would go with Dylan Larkin. Mm -hmm. I think he's at his best a better defensive player, faster player. Yep. Offensively very similar. Bo's a better goal scorer, slightly better goal scorer. Or, I mean, this year obviously, um, and you know, but pretty similar. I mean, Larkin's hit 30 goals before. I'd say Larkin's a slightly better playmaker. It's not too dissimilar. I think their overall values are pretty similar. Yep. I just like Larkin's overall game slightly more. Speed, speed is great to have. I. Uh... I just, I don't always want to feel like we are the anti-Bo show. So you're going to go with uh, Bo Horvat? <laughs> but I do like Dylan Larkin more than I like Bo Horvat. So. It's not unfair. I it, mean, he, he's a really, he's like, at his best, he's a really good two-way centerman. And and what are, what are the things that I, I always talk about? It's like, you either got to be a, you make your line mates a lot better offensively, or as a centerman, you're making big impact as a two-way player. Yeah. Dylan Larkin makes a massive impact when he's on his best, at mm -hmm. his best as a two-way centerman when he's on his game. And and that's something that I really value. So I like that impact he makes slightly more. I'm, I'm going to go with Larkin as well. Poor Bo. Sorry, I Bo. I, I picked Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Dylan Larkin over Bo in one day. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Way to go. Uh, Vicky, from all former and current Sportsnet 650 hosts and producers, Whose Christmas dinner would you attend if they were the one cooking the meal, and whose meal would you skip? We don't have a lot of good cooks here. No, I will say that. No, I would probably go Reach as the one I would attend. He's, he's Italian. Yeah. Have we yeah. ever tried anything that Reach has made? Make a no. mean lasagna. Yeah, meat lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just trust that he at least has a baseline that <laughs> most people here do not. I know. One thing. I, one guy I will give a shout out to because we we went to his place for barbecues quite a bit. Is Walks. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the barbecues are usually good. Yeah. I, I don't think, I think, you know, past or present, I think he'd rank up there. Yep. 
Is this like a family dinner, or are we just talking uh, like? Well, it's like the Christmas host, dinner. Christmas the, dinner. Uh, yeah. The employee is uh, is preparing it. What do you? Oh, like yeah, yeah. Whoever the host or producer is is preparing. Yeah. It. Oh, okay. So it's it's a, it's a f- employee coworker of ours at six fifty past or present. Mm-hmm. Bick is out. Uh, like Bick yeah. is so far out. Sorry, Bick. So is he the one you would skip then? He's the, that's the follow up question. I do like Bick though. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good time. It would be a good time. I don't know about the food, but the time would be would be good. Who would be bad? Dom, I mean, I don't know. Dom would be good. I think he'd be good. Dom Dom likes food a lot, so I think yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd work hard at I, it. I'm skipping Bruff. Right. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the morning guys all that well. So they work in the morning. Yeah. We work in the afternoon. So you're skipping Bruff and Halpers? Most of what I know about Bruff is, is how he presents himself on the show as the sad club guy. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, you know, it's Christmas. I want to be happy. <laughs> you know? I want some happiness in my life. On Turkey's going to be dry. Yeah. Dry, sad turkey. <laughs> like, I don't want to spend Christmas Day lamenting how the Seahawks blew their chance at the playoffs this year. You I know? mean, you're both Seahawks fans, though. So you can commiserate in your misery. That's true. That is true. I would skip mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, would, I would skip Josh's as well. Yeah. I think so. I'll give you that, guys. It's a, it's a layup. Oh, I, could, I can maybe figure it out, but I don't know. You're going mac and cheese for Christmas dinner. That's tough. That's one of the sides. <laughs> I can make, you know what? I can make homemade pierogies as a side, <laughs> too. Right, I know right, how to do right. that. Just order pizza. Up. And then I would just have to fumble through the turkey and stuffing, and I'd be fine. Yeah. Dom's uh, Dom's Christmas dinner might be sneaky good. Dom, what yeah. are we making the uh, Slovak uh, Hungarian household? Fish booyah base. Oh, right. don't know what that is. Like a fish stew. Oh, that sounds nice. With uh, fresh bread. Mm. And then Mike makes some uh, fish schnitzel. Fish schnitzel. A lot With of fish. With some uh, potato uh, salad. A lot of the fish. Yeah, fish. I don't know. I don't know about about fish on Christmas. To be honest, it's an Eastern European thing. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure about that. For All me. right. I mean, I, I can actually make food decently. Frutti yeah. di mare. Yeah. Ah, I love the fruit, fruit of the sea. Uh, what's uh, what, what's what's on the sat the sat dinner table for Christmas? Uh, we'll see. I'm going my, going to my parents' place. Yeah. So we'll see what they have. Uh, I think mom says she's going to do a few different things this year. Ooh. I'm not quite sure yet, but she always ends up doing some incredible things. Either it ends up being a ham or a turkey, or yeah, ends up being, um, like. Like a potluck, essentially, with a bunch of different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited for um, coming up tomorrow. Randeep's might be sneaky good, too. Probably yeah, really so. spicy, though. Yeah. Right? And I'm a coward. And a lot of dud soda. So <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I struggle with the spiciness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we okay, only I'm, get... I'm skipping Bruff, and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to Sat's place for dinner. Sounds yeah. great. Probably skipping Bick's place. <laughs> Coward. Uh, we only got a couple minutes before break. Uh, we'll do cranberry sauce, yay or nay. That's from Basketball Phil. Yay. Mm. Yes. Sorry. I used to be a no guy. Big I'm nay. a big yes guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Have oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely no. Yes, yes. Especially like, like a turkey sandwich with some cranberry in it. Oh, oh yeah. Delicious. It's good for the next day. And then you mm. just make a... A whole leftover sandwich. Oh my! Do goodness. you make like real cranberry sauce, or you get the stuff out of the can? No, make make real cranberry sauce. Okay. You know what? Maybe my dinner would be good, guys, because <laughs> I I can make stuff good. I help. I can make stuff good. Uh discount Dracula. Best unexpected Christmas gift you have ever received. Ooh. What is the best unexpected? It's too hard to think of my toes. I uh. 
I got a GameCube when I was a kid, a Nintendo oh, GameCube, man. and that's, I wasn't. That's pretty sweet. I wasn't expecting it, and it was a uh, it was a really great morning. Oh, you know what? For me, as a kid, it was getting a Game Boy. Yeah, I remember that Christmas present. Got a Game Boy. It's probably the happiest that I've ever been. It was an air hockey table for me. That was strange. It was the one time where like a really big present actually ended up being good. <laughs> usually it's like misleading. <laughs> yeah, usually it's misleading. You're a kid. You're like, wow, this is the biggest box ever. It's going to be amazing. It's a rubber chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a jumpy castle. <laughs> Canucks and Oilers are coming up. We've got the pregame show, and we're joining up for TV at 530 as well. Canucks. And Oilers, can they go into the Christmas break with a couple of dubs? We'll find out on Canuck Central.